Okay, it is getting nice. This is the best time of the year. I tell you guys this. This is the. I told you guys this a couple weeks ago. This is going to be the best time of the year to be a sportsaholic. You get World Series baseball. You get opening night of the NBA season. You get still continuation of the NFL season. College football. I mean, you're jam-packed. Your schedule is jam-packed. There's sports to watch all week long. So, last few weeks I've been talking about of course, the NFL, but the last week, I talked about NBA season, I built you guys up for the NBA season, the Raptors defending their title, LA, and the showdown in LA with the Clippers and Lakers, AD and LeBron, Kawhi, just by himself for now, it is getting hectic, I want to talk about my top 10, I do, you know, I'm going to do my weekly top 10, and we're going to continue doing that on a weekly basis, but boy, oh boy, today is packed. Let's go. So, without further ado, um, let's jump right in. Like I told you guys, top 10 list. Um, I got some questions about the NBA. Questions going into the new decade. We're going into the 2020s. You know, the 90s, the 2010s. Now, we're going into the 2020s. Um, so, I'm getting to my top 10. But, we're going into the 20s. So, without further ado, I want to get to my top 10. Now, this past week, this past week, I went 10 and 4. Out of the 14 games that was played this week, I went 10 and 4. That was my record. That was my prediction record. And now my overall 71, 33 and 1. So now, uh, I'm I, I, like I told you guys, I'm doing a good job of my picks. I, I most of the, most weeks my picks are accurate. Um, last week I had a down week. I went 8 and 5. I was still above 500 though. Um, I picked these games really well. But like I said, without further ado, let's get to. My week seven top ten list. My week seven top ten list. Um, let's go. So, at ten, I have the Colts. I have the Colts at ten due to due to the fact that they won. They beat the Texans. They look like a bona fide playoff team. I like the Colts at ten. Darius Leonard came back. Young offensive line. Jacob Brissett is playing good football. Um, they just they they're clicking on all cylinders. They're clicking on all cylinders. I love how the way they look. Um, their defense is solid. They played Deshaun Watson pretty well. They got Houston got behind early. Indianapolis stayed on top of them as long as they could for just throughout the whole entire game. Good win at India. Good, good, good win at home because I had them losing that game in Indianapolis. They're proving to be better than what we thought. I knew they would be fine because of the system they have from Frank White and and um, Jacoby Brissett at the quarterback position. He's a good starter. At nine, I have the Panthers. The Panthers at nine. I have the Panthers at nine. Uh, they didn't play this week. Kyle Allen looks like a starter. Um, 
Ron Rivera already announced it. He is going to be their starter. He's playing phenomenal football right now. How can you take him out in, in exchange for Cam Newton right now? He's playing good, solid football. Uh, McCaffrey, leading the league in all-purpose yards. He, 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 he's, like, after a couple of these quarterbacks, he is right there on, the MV, on my MVP list, personally. Great elements to Carolina's defense. I love their defense. Great elements to their defense. Um, at set, at eight, the Texans. They took a, a tough loss, a tough division loss that might come back to bite them and hurt them. But I still like the Texans to win the AFC South. I love what they've done with their offensive line. It's come a long way. It used to be horrible. It's come a long way. Deshaun Watson, he's an emerging star court, superstar quarterback in this league. They have a you know solid front seven. I think Houston would be just fine. They came up against a hungry, um, hot, and then Indianapolis team. Indianapolis was coming off a win against Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. And they just completely made Patrick Mahomes look like a shell of himself. So, you know, just a good win from Indianapolis. But... I, I'm still sticking it with sticking in there with Houston. I like what they have, and I I just really love Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't feel like he gets the amount of credit that is due, but I I like Deshaun Watson. His numbers are right on par with Patrick Mahomes' numbers. You just gotta look at this. Look at the numbers. Look at the games. You have to actually look at the games. It's not all about stats. I know I give you guys a lot of stats, but sometimes it's about the eyeball test and. You just got to look at the supporting system and the support supporting cast. Deshaun Watson has more, has done more with less. And you just got to watch the games on Sundays. Watch the games. You will see what I'm talking about. Um, at 7, the Ravens. They came out and played good football against Seattle. Um, Seattle, I was on the verge. Like, I, I, I told you guys, Seattle was on the verge of losing these, these close games. It's just that Russell Wilson would do a magic trick and make a marvelous throw, and he would save them. But you can't—you're not gonna be able to get four and three and four turnovers on a weekly basis. It just doesn't work like that. Baltimore—I told you guys coming into last week's game. Baltimore leg—he—they—they they lead the league. They lead the league, and they lead the league in time possession, rush yards, total offense points. They. They're, they're spectacular. Lamar Jackson's top five in rushing as a quarterback. I know, and I know we love Lamar Jackson, how athletic he is. But he's not an elite quarterback yet. He threw 9 for 20, 143 yards. Nothing about that screams elite. So can we slow down on the elite talk, please? I mean, gosh, he had a couple bad games the previous weeks, and we did not talk about it. He comes back and have a great, great, game on the ground it's he's an elite quarterback let's slow down please at six the bills the bills are five and one they beat miami you know that's nothing these days i'm sure a lot of teams can beat miami a lot of college football teams can beat miami but buffalo's defense spectacular offense is limited josh allen is limited as well but led by a good coaching staff, a good coaching staff that's know that know what they're doing. They don't put him in rough spots or tough positions, unlike Mitch Trubisky when he threw for 54 times. But we're not going to talk about that. But 
limited offensively, but when they get in the red zone, they are they're really good and efficient. They they almost score seven anytime they're in the red zone. So keep it up with Buffalo. I mean Buffalo. A lot of people are sleeping on Buffalo, and they don't think they're they're not exciting to watch. But their defense is caught off with good, and their their offense is limited. But I like Buffalo. Buffalo at six, at five. <laughs> you might find this surprising because I've been talking a lot of junk about them. But it's not necessarily about the roster; it's about the quarterback. But at five, the Vikings. The Viking. The Vikings have worked their way into five. They went on. They went on the road, beat Detroit. They 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 beat Philly at home. I mean, now you know nowadays it's not hard to beat Philly, but the Vikings. I mean, <laughs> the Vikings are good. What can I say? The Vikings are good. They have they have A B plus. They have A and Bs all over their roster. It's just that the quarterback Kirk Cousins. One week he looked like Peyton Manning. The next week he like Ryan Leaf. So <laughs> so I. I don't know what I don't know week in week out what I'm getting from him, but they're five and two. They win a lot of games. Um, their defense is spectacular. Their running game is spectacular. Their O line is okay. Their receiver core is spectacular. It's just that Kirk Cousins some weeks he looks average. Some weeks he looks like a first battle Hall of Famer. <laughs> um, whole season, but Minnesota at five <laughs> at four. Green Bay and Green Bay looks scary. They look scary. They're gonna Green Bay is gonna have to play San Francisco this year. That's gonna be a big game. San Francisco gonna have to, San Francisco gonna end up having to meet New Orleans this year, later this year. I'm telling you, if Green Bay can land home field advantage, Green Bay might ride this train all the way to Miami, February second to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers looks, he looks happy. He looks more happy. He looks happy. And you guys telling me he's the bad man? Gotta admit, Aaron Rodgers looked like a bad man on Sunday. Six touchdowns, five passing, one rushing, 429 yards. He looked like a bad man. I'm sorry. He's like a bad man. He's playing some phenomenal football right now. Their defense is stellar. Blake Martinez is leading the league in tackles. Um, the, the the Smith brothers that they picked up during the offseason that was, you know, out, that was unfamiliar for Green Bay going after players in the offseason. Unfamiliar territory, but, hey, it worked out. So keep going. Keep doing that. Green Bay at four, man. Green Bay at four. At three, the Saints. I mean, they're at, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater, he's not as good as Drew Brees, but it's not a significant drop-off. Um, he's a free agent next year. I, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if a team like Chicago, the Bears, would, would throw $18 million at him next year. I mean, the way how he's playing, he looks efficient. Don't turn over the ball. Saints only had five turnovers, which I think is the fewest, second fewest in the league. Um... Defense, great line play on both sides, offensively and defensively. They're, they're stellar. The Saints are stellar. Well coached. Sean Payton's doing a hell of a job down there. He's doing a hell of a job, even despite not having Drew Brees, not having Drew Brees, doing a great job. Good for Sean Payton and the Saints. I like them. If they get home field advantage, that they're gonna be reckon, they're gonna be scary to reckon with. 
at two. The 49ers. I, I mean, they can go anywhere and win. They can win in splash parks because that's what that was at FedEx Field. That was a splash park. That wasn't a field. That was a splash park. Um, they, I, The 49ers, they, they, like I told you, line play, defense, running game, that stuff travels. It don't, doesn't matter where you at. It travels. That stuff travels with you everywhere you go. And Kyle Shanahan is just proven to be a great coach. Uh, I mean, San Francisco fans. This, 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 these San Francisco. And look at this. Check this out. Average age for that defense is 25. The average age for that defense is 25. So that defense is nice and young. They got a bunch of first and second rounders on that defense. And they are flourishing. They are flourishing. They have the best defensive line in football. Uh, they would. I mean, they could be in the argument for best offensive line in football if they didn't have the injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo coming out of that New England system. He's 15-2 and two as a starter. He looks, he looks good. Uh, they, I mean, San Francisco, they look good. They look good. They're getting back to playing the 49er way. Just how they did a couple years ago with, John, with Jim Harbaugh. At one. So you probably don't need to tell me to tell you this. You don't need me to tell you this, but the Patriots are number one. Um, the Patriots have surpassed everybody in the league. Um, even the well-ran organizations like the Eagles and the Saints and the Niners, they have surprised. They have surpassed everybody. Their def- I mean, literally, last night, Monday Night Football had the, the Monday Night Football crew had to go back a hundred years to, like, resurface and to match, get stats, defensive stats that match up with this, with this defense. That's how good this defense is. It's legit, and I told you guys this. Hey, hey, look at the trade they made today. Muhammad Sanu. You telling me they're adding another slot receiver that has that's another high IQ guy that's smart and skilled. <sighs> New England's just get better and better. It's the rich getting richer. New England gets better and better. And it, boy, oh boy, the AFC it might be over. It might be over. I'm sorry. It may be over because Mahomes is not 100. percent Kansas City defense can't stop me, my grandmother, my mother, and my brother. They can't stop a soul. So, I mean, yeah, Kansas City defense is horrible. So, good luck stopping New England. New England number one. No question. Okay, so, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, um, of this episode, I said, I mentioned the NBA season starts tonight, and not just that, 
not just that, but what's so unique about this year is it is the start of a new decade. Um, you know, like the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. This year, November, December, so about two months, we'll be moving into the 2020s. And this will be a new era, a new decade that will, that the NBA is moving into. Um, and, you know, like any other decade or new decade, there there are some questions. There's about a few there's, there's a few questions that the league either has to answer directly or indirectly or it just plays itself out. Um and it's just this these are just some like major questions or some things that could that could be, you know, changed in the next few years or we can see it play out this year, you know. So these are just some questions. First, some major questions. First is best player in the NBA. Who who is going to be the next best player in the NBA? We know for now about for the last ten years, sort of. Um, LeBron James has really dominated the the league and has been the face of the league. But now with him going into year seventeen. December would be his 35th birthday. December 30th would be his 35th birthday. You know, LeBron is not going to be continuing. I know he's good with age and he gets better with age, but he's not going to continue trending upward. He's definitely on the back end of his prime. So now the NBA has a question where, or most NBA fans have to answer, or, or they have a question where, who is the next best player in the league? Um, and, you know, it, it, how, how long are they going to dominate the game? How long are they, do- they going to dominate the league? You know, so LeBron, the year 17, of course. It can't be LeBron. Because um, one day, you know, I said it is because I'm, I'm a big LeBron guy. But one day, the season's going to start. And there's, no, there's, there's going to be no LeBron James. There's, there's, there's not going to be LeBron James. There's no, there's no, there's not going to be no LeBron James. Where you know some people may say LeBron James is the best player in basketball. So we have to figure out who is that next guy. Who is that next guy to take the the, the crown, the reign? Who is that next guy? Is it Giannis? Is it Embiid? Hell, is it Zion? Is it is it Luka Doncic? Who is it? Anthony Davis? Um, you know nobody. And it's a fair question. Here go another side question. How long? Or can somebody can somebody be the best player in basketball as long or dominate the like the game of basketball and become like the face of the league internationally? As long as LeBron has been, you know, LeBron has been the best player in basketball since from 2010 to about 2017, 18. So that's like a seven year, eight year. That's like an eight year window where LeBron has been the face, the best player in the game, dominating the league. He's just he's been. He's been the trademark and like the whole image of the NBA 
for just about the last eight nine years. Is it even is it even possible for a for a Giannis to do that or a Zion to do that? Can 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 somebody can the next best player quote unquote become the next? Can they can they be can they be that dominant for that long? Cons, that consistently, you know? Can 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 that is that even possible now? You know, with all the talent in the league and you know everybody is just jumping higher, running faster. Guys can shoot. So, is that even possible for one single guy like LeBron James um, has done the these last eight to nine years? Is it even possible for anybody to be as dominant as LeBron was these last nine years or this last decade, basically? Like, is that even possible? You know, Giannis makes a strong case coming off his MVP season. But he doesn't have the jumper. Um, doesn't have the jumper. You know the three point shot that with that he needs that would like ultimately take him to the next level. And he's already good. But that three point shot would just automatically raise his game and his potential and his team's potential and success rate to the next level. Is it Zion? Is Zion the savior for New Orleans? Is Zion the next best no, is is Zion the next best player in the NBA? Is it Luka Doncic out of Dallas? European player, been playing pro basketball since he was 14. He's a three-level scorer that can facilitate. Is he the next best player? Or is it I mean, is it Embiid? I don't I don't, you know, it, can Embiid's health hold up long like to me, to me, to me, the way how it's looking, I think we can. Like, I think Giannis could be the next best player, but it might be for like a three-year span, a three or four-year span, and it's just like okay, somebody new is gonna come on the block. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not mentioning Durant, Durant, because Durant is like he's not on the back end of his career like LeBron is, but Durant is. He, you know, he's he's not he's not gonna be. He's not going to play this season. Hopefully, he'll be back next year. He'll be 31. So, usually guys start to tim off, you know, start to decline, you know, and into their 30s. And Durant is coming off an Achilles injury. So, we don't know what Durant looks like. And he'll be 31 the next time we see Kevin Durant. So... You know, a 35-year-old going to a 31-year-old. It's, you know, uh, um, the next Ka- Kawhi Leonard, he's in his late 20s. Could he be the next best player for about two more years? Because he'd be 30 then. Can he be the next best player for like two, three years? And then Giannis takes the reign. Who knows? Um, James Harden, mm, no. Not really, I, I'm you know I, I, James is really uh, he's really good offensively, but for him I don't know if he can be the next best player. So that has that 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 is a question that is like one of the premier questions going into this decade into this new era of the NBA. Who is going to be the next best player? Who's going to be the next LeBron of the league? Who's going to dominate the league? Because you know in 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 the eighties you had you had Magic and Bird. Who you know single handedly the both of them carried the eighties with a lot of legends, but 
Magic and Bird really carried the eighties. In the nineties, you had you had you had Jordan, six championships. You know, um, in in the early two thousands, Shaq and Kobe and Duncan. You know, and then and then somewhere in the mid two thousands, you had Kobe. You know, having his best years offensively, and then it just changed to LeBron in the two thousand tens, and he just carried it on from now. And now we're looking from last year. We're like, you know, LeBron, he got hurt. Kawhi Finals MVP. Durant was balling, but he got hurt, and then Giannis won the MVP. So we, we it's kind of a toss up right now. You can make an argument for LeBron. You you could have made an argument for Durant. You can make an argument for Kawhi. You make an argument for Giannis. So we just gotta see. Um, the next question, it will have to be. Who is the next NBA dynasty? That leads in right to the next question. Who is the next NBA dynasty? Um, usually, another trend. Usually, there's a two to three year break period or like period where there's multiple champions. There's not back-to-back champions. Usually, there's like a two-year, three-year gap. Historically, NBA history, historically. Like in the 80s, the Lakers and Celtics Won eight titles out of the, they they won eight titles seven titles in those in those eighties years, but in the late eighties you had Detroit and you had Detroit come in and win the last two before in the nineties we had our next big dynasty with with Jordan's Bulls. It took Jordan and his Bulls a couple years to get past Detroit in the late eighties. To get to the 90s, we saw in the late 90s where before before Shaq and Kobe in the early 2000s, the late 90s you had multiple winners. You had you had the Spurs. You 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 had multiple winners of the title. And then the early 2000s, we got Shaq and Kobe. Same thing after Shaq and Kobe broke up, we had the Heat win one, the Spurs from like from 04 to 07, we had multiple. We had multiple, you know, championship winners. We had the Pistons. We had the Miami Heat. We had the Celtics. We had, you know, we had San Antonio. We had multiple winners of the title. And now, the Heat, I mean, the the Miami Heat, the big three with Miami Heat and Bosh, LeBron, and Wade, they kind of forced themselves into there as as the Lakers won their little two chips after nine and ten the heat forced themselves into that picture and then afterwards we had golden state come onto the scene and win you know and dominate the last five to six years so now it's time to answer who is the next dynasty who who's going to shape into form the next dynasty and toronto toronto won this they won the past title but toronto don't have Kawhi anymore so they're they're essentially out of the championship picture. So now we this is the two to three year grace period that I was speaking to about. You know we have multiple winners. So I mean, could the Lakers? I mean, are the Lakers? Are they like long? Are they old enough? Young enough? You know, are they too old to go on a five year run? Uh, are the Clippers too? You know, can they keep that nucleus together for? Four, three to four years, you know, who's going to be the next Warriors? We're looking for the next Warriors because um, the Warriors, they really came onto the scene. They surprised people. That 2014 year 
where the, the Heat and the Spurs met in the finals, the Warriors lost in the first round. They lost in the first round to the Clippers. So the next following year, <laughs> they find themselves in the finals. So we, it just ha- it, it happens like that. And then the Warriors just dominate for the next five years. So we got to answer who's the next dynasty? Who is going to be the next best? Who's going to be the next dynasty? I mean, is it Denver? Can Denver do it? You know, do they have a second star? Do they have a legitimate second star? Is Philly, is Philadelphia the next dynasty with Embiid and Simmons? Can Embiid stay healthy? Um, you know, if, can, if they can't get it done this year, what other year is better to do it than, than, than this year? So that's another question. Who's the next best dynasty? Who's the next dynasty in the NBA? Um, another question that was mentioned a few years back, but it, it's carried over. Conferences, or is that a word? Conferences? I don't know. But conferences, conference, the East and West. Um, you know, they 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 switched the All Star Game format with the LeBron team, LeBron and Team Giannis and Team Curry and Team LeBron. You know, you get that. We, we they changed the format for that for All Star Weekend. But as far as conferences and playoff play, do they change that with one through sixteen? Um, you know the the six they do they take the sixteen best teams in the in the league. Rather it be ten teams out of the West and six teams out of the East, or vice versa. However they do it, do they keep conferences? Are conferences even? Um, are they even like significant anymore? You know, are they even significant anymore? Because you will have, for instance, you will have a forty-nine win team in the West not make the playoffs and finish ninth, which of course is not the playoffs because it's one through eighth. You have a forty-nine team, a forty-nine win team, finish ninth in the West, but you will have the same forty-nine win team in the East finish fourth in the East. So how does that like? How does that work out? How does that fare in 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 in, in conferences? Do the NBA change the format? But if the NBA changes the format, say if for instance you had. The Lakers, the Lakers went to the finals, or say if the the Trail Blazers was one, or if the tra- say the Trail Blazers was the one seed, and the Miami Heat was the second, it was the sixteenth seed. Teams will have both teams will have to travel from Miami to Portland, you know, from two for two to three days consecutively back to you know. So it, it just it's not good for health reasons with the players. So it, they have to the NBA has to find um, a proper the proper balance to bring in to the proper balance for conference play and for the playoffs and how they're gonna set it up because you can you know it's much e- it's much easier to win sixty games in the East than it is to win sixty games in the West and it's not even due to the teams in the West, I mean, that too, but as far as travel and, like, how much miles and distance the Western Conference teams have to travel um, night in and night out, that that alone, it make, that alone sets it apart from, you know, a 60-win team from a 
60 win East team or in a 60 win 60 win Western Conference team. Just like a team don't make the playoffs in the in the, in the Western Conference that has 49 wins, 48 wins, and a team that's a four seed in the East makes the the playoffs with 48 wins. It, you know, so it's just the it's just the thing of trying to find some type of balance. Um, and then last, uh, like one last question is the one and done rule. Um, the NCAA, the NCAA has been has has been brought to the spotlight these last few years about how the the mis the mismanagement of players and how they're not reaping no economic gain. And the NCAA, in the in the NCAA, the NCAA is bringing in and generating billions of dollars, millions of dollars on a year-end basis, do using these kids' names, and the only thing the kids are reaping are scholarships for one year, and but they have but that one year that they can possibly get hurt. And they're not reaping no compensation. Um, so that's just a question that the NBA has to ha- answer. Is the G League a solution? Um, do you take the LaMelo Ball route where Lonzo Ball's younger sibling, the, La- the LaMelo Ball route where you go to the Euro League? Luka Doncic has done it. Um, Emmanuel Moutier, he has done it. You know, do you do you do you say, hey, when I'm not going to the NCAA, I'm not going to no college program, I'm going to the Euro League for a year, play there, increase my draft my draft stock. Do do players take that route or is the G League an option where or can the G League become um, a fulfillable option for 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 high schoolers for one for you know for one year at least as an option just before they enter the draft. So just this those are just some questions that, you know, the NBA either directly have to answer or it or indirectly where it'll all play itself out like the NBA dynasties and the best players. And there's some direct questions that the NBA just have to tackle in the next CBA with the one and done. Do they do do they continue on doing one and dones? Or do they go back to letting players come straight out of high school into the NBA? So just some just some questions going into the new decade of the NBA, excuse me, of the NBA, and some questions that the league just have to answer, and some questions that the league and that the fans want to see answered. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Isaac Podcast, the IKP. Um, hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Continue on. Um, it's, it's fall, it's getting, it's getting cool outside, stay safe, um, make sure you continue to click, you guys are doing a great job with clicking, um, and I'm out.